Welcome to Creatively Exposed, a conversation for creatives, introverts, sapiosexuals, and all of the people entertained and who love us. I am Liz Flo, the podcast host, poet, writer, and overall Afro-Caribbean Latina creative. I know that is a mouthful, but welcome to the show. Welcome to Creatively Exposed. This is Liz Flo. And today I want to talk to you about rest. Um, if you are or aren't into these things, I am into these things. There is a Virgo new moon coming. Well, my tomorrow, whenever you hear this, it'll be way gone. Um, but this Virgo season, there's going to be a whole bunch of planets in Virgo. And what that means to me and in general is... A lot of getting stuff done, um, overextending self, cleaning a lot, creating, writing lists, and all kinds of goings on. And it's really just preparing to work hard, grind till I own it kind of vibes. And in between all of that, we need rest. Uh, I think we should start, or at least I should start writing rest as part of one of the to-do things on my own list, because Virgos also rule the body. And whatever abuse you give to your body, you're probably going to feel it like I am right now. I've been working on getting the podcast going, which I it gets me so excited to have a rough, imperfect, figure-it-out-on-your-way project since I tend to paralyze and overanalyze myself and the things I want to create because I want them to be just right or perfect, which that doesn't exist. I, you know, I go to therapy. I'm still working on that. But after creating and releasing something and putting it out there, I think it's important to take time to sit back and see everything that you have created or done so far. I'm sure that you can hear my neighbors. I am, what's his name? Johnny and the Beanstalk? And I have giants upstairs. That is my explanation. I'm sticking to that. But um, creation takes a lot. You're creating things that do not exist in the world the way you have created it. 
And, you know, Superman can recharge with the sun. Like, everyone needs to recharge. So I think that's super important, even if I forget myself. So just a a kind reminder to be graceful to yourself, to your body. Give yourself the credit. Some things don't seem big, but... Letting go of what doesn't serve you is humongous. Creating and sticking to boundaries is humongous. Writing a word or a sentence or a page is important and valid. A brushstroke that you can think of last week, anything that you have done, even if it is waking up today and getting through the day, is an important feat. It is a win. And that is just a thought that came to mind while I was laying on bed thinking of all the other things that I could be doing. I tend to talk about a lot of shoulds, In my head, I'm not really sure who that voice is, but hey, figuring that out on the way. And I realized that when I am well-rested, eating well, taking care of my body in a way that I feel good about, I create more. When I'm idling, I create. There was a time I was going to the chiropractor and while I was being readjusted and checked out and all that, and there was just silence, that's when I would get ideas. And I'm like, oh man, I have to remember this. So when I get in the car, I can write it down and I can work on this next, whatever it was. And I'm realizing the pattern now because throughout all of my travels, when I have been basically at my highest vibration, enjoying company, enjoying my own company, playing, I think I've, I've, I am relearning how to play and what play means to me and all of my inner children, which that'll probably be a whole separate episode But as you play, you create more space to create. Because creating is a form of play. And I'll find the article by the Shine text. I get their text every morning. And they had a really good one of multiple ways of how to rest. And... Um, some of, one of them is creative, creating just to create as a form of rest or binging or whatever sometimes we say is like being lazy and it's really just a form of recharging. So remember to rest. I know when we're into something, sometimes I forget to eat. I don't do anything for the whole day until I look up and it's been like hours later and I'm like, oh, 
I am back into the world. I am now present again, and I need to do all of these basic things because I've been enjoying myself so much that I transported elsewhere. So in your grind, in your hustle, in your living day-to-day, take a moment, and that could, it doesn't have to be this big, humongous, like, I'm taking a whole Sabbath and, you know, but 15 minutes to yourself, uninterrupted, might just be what you need before you have a breakdown or something. So rest gives space. It feeds the creative spirit, at least my creative spirit. And that's all, folks. Thank you again for spending time with me. And we will talk again. Take care. So Anchor and I have been kicking it for as long as Creatively Exposed has been alive, which September. And I am amazed at how easy it is to record an episode, edit an episode when on the go, either on my phone or in my laptop. And I'm getting paid for it. I get this sponsorship and I don't need to have, you know, a huge listenership, which is pretty dope for the beginning. And it's free, y'all. So if you've been waiting to be heard on all of the sound waves, Apple, Google, etc., then this is your time. Get started on the Anchor app or online at anchor.fm and start that podcast today. I am back, y'all. Um... If you don't know me by now, me mentioning something and not giving you all of the information was going to drive me crazy. So the shine on text that I received, I had to go back and I really wanted to give the types of rest that you need to actually feel. You need to actually feel recharged. And there's seven types that you can do Um, when your soul is tired. Like, you have slept, you have taken a little moment, and still somehow you're just like, oh my god, I just slept and I'm still tired. Um, It might just be that there's different kinds of rest that you need for your body. And so the seven kinds, and I'll put this link in the show notes because I think it's really a good source, physical, creative, mental, social, sensory, emotional, and spiritual rest. Those are the different kinds of rest to feel completely rested. So physical, you know, sleep or just chilling and, you know, maybe not working out. Now, if you haven't worked out all week and this is me reading myself, you might not need to rest unless maybe I need mental rest. And that's what I need, which sometimes for me is going for a walk, not being on my phone and meditating. If you guys are into meditating, if you are not, please just try it out. 
It doesn't have to be this, you know, sitting in Indian style or whatever and I don't know, whatever the stereotypical way of that is. But it does help a lot to quiet out the world and anxieties and take yourself back to being yourself without all that static. Social rest. This is my favorite, but I am also an introvert. So I love social resting, which means being by myself or the people that understand my needs as an introvert. Because uh, going out and seeing people and hanging out, I will have a great time. But if I do this two or three times in the week, best believe I cannot see anyone for the next three to four days just so I can be in the best mood and right with myself. Creative rest. So color, you could color instead of writing your book. Um, you can, I don't know, read somebody else's creation, jump into nature, go for a run, swim, hang out with your dog. That's really good. Emotional rest. Um, especially if you go to, in my case, it's for therapy. It's great to go to therapy, but if it's like a really heavy session, sometimes I got to give myself some something to like fill myself back up. And, you know, it could just be writing in my journal, gratitude. I've had to do that a couple of times when I've just had a hard day and I'm like, oh, but look at all these great things that are happening and list them out. Um, if you got mad, instead of keeping it in, talking to someone about it, and that is for everyone and anyone, I know that there's a stereotype that, you know, people of color are not able to express their feelings freely, but find a safe space, even if you create it yourself. Spiritual rest. Um... Whatever that means for you. Like in my case, it would be meditating. Um, sometimes it is taking in a sermon. I'm not really a religious person, but sometimes a sermon can hype me up and get me going. Sensory rest. Uh, that's awesome because we stare into screens all day. And it just leads to a different type of exhaustion. So sometimes when, when hiatuses happen, you realize, oh, this, I feel good. Because we tend to idle so much on our phones or work so hard on these screens and the lights and all that. It just, sometimes I sit in the dark. That might be weird, but I am weird, so I'm okay with that. But sitting in the dark for a while, especially like after work, helps me recharge because I've been staring at two screens all day and then at my phone for the rest of that day. So 
those are the different kinds of rest. I will put this link in the description box. And if you do want to um, sign up for Shine On, I'll also put my link in the box as well. I don't, you know, it's not like I'm sponsored or anything, but I just think it's really great. Uh, it's, it's a moment of mindfulness. They're app has different things um, for meditating and regrouping or setting the tone for your day. You know, affirmations help thinking about how you, what kind of energy you want to bring to the day helps create a rhythm for your day. Because sometimes when we're so neutral and we're rushing, it can go any which way. And sometimes when you say, hey, I'm going to have an amazing day. And whatever comes my way, it'll be all right. I'll give myself grace to feel how I feel and do what I got to do. But no matter what, it's going to be dope. And you might surprise yourself. Does it always go perfectly? No, but it might just be better than yesterday. So rest is what I was talking about today. And thank you for listening. I hope you guys take time out to rest and take care of yourselves. And especially during this Virgo season, Check your boundaries. Um, as a Virgo, I have tend to have like a hero complex. And as soon as someone calls me, I am ready to like swoop in and fix it and just pause and see if you're getting equal exchanges energetically from people. If you're giving too much to others and not to yourself, try to balance that out. That also helps with the exhaustion, exhaustion, exhaustion that you might be feeling. Thank you again for listening and I'll be here next time. Thank you. This is a review on the most recent audiobook that I listened to called I'm Telling the Truth But I'm Lying by Basi Ipke. And I'm just going to give you a brief read on what the book is about. It is a deeply personal collection of essays exploring Nigerian-American author Basi Ipke's experiences Navigating Bipolar Two and Anxiety Through the Course of Her Life. I really had to sit with this one. There were moments that I needed a break from it for my own well-being because it is so raw and so honest and... It feels like you're the voice in her head listening to her own 
recital of these essays. You become a voyeur into her book and it took me like two weeks to finish listening to it because I didn't want to like start bawling in the middle of work while people are like, what is going on with this girl? But the stories, the fact that she is a spoken word artist and the way she has with the words, like you can, you can feel it, you can see it. Um, her way of writing is so, Wow, it's like mind-numbing and blowing at the same time. Because as soon as she goes through and reads one essay, you're like, oh, snap. From like the first five minutes, I told my best friend, I'm done. I'm, I'm caught. I'm sold. I'm going through this whole thing. And it was literally the first five minutes. Because it feels like she held nothing back. And to be able to experience someone's rawest, ugliest truth, because it's something that not many people would expose of themselves. And what's interesting is that as honest, and it says it here, as honest as we try to be, each of these stories can also be a lie. We tell ourselves to make sense of who we are. And I had to rewind it a couple of times because there were some just bars, okay? There is a moment where she has a breakup with her cheating boyfriend. Oh, spoiler alert. I'm not going to say too much, but there is like one moment where she's on stage at an open mic, I believe, and her ex-boyfriend comes in with this new girlfriend or lady friend or whatever. And I posted the quote because I felt so seen in a way. And it says, he heckles you. Requests his favorite poem, like you are a jukebox and not a person he helped break. Wow. That took me out for a minute because I was like, wow. Imagine having finished a relationship, a possibly toxic relationship with someone, and unexpectedly you see that person where you're about to perform and it's as if nothing happened. The most important thought that I have about this book is that we as people, and I, I'd have to say diaspora, Black, people of color. There's so many hidden truths in our homes, in our stories, in our bloodlines. 
And there's all kinds of sufferings that are kept silent and it manifests in the continuing generation, you know? And if it were easier and able to be, not easier because it's not easy, but if we were more willing to discuss these things, what would that change for the better? I know I personally, I go to therapy and I know in the beginning I would tell my mom and my mom's like, okay, you know, do what you got to do, but it's kind of awkward. And as it progressed, like I'm trying to normalize therapy, you know, um, because it's it has felt so beneficial for me and... Years of being silent with your own family self, continuing and being on autopilot, despite whatever you're feeling going through or not giving yourself time to feel, later on will lead to weird manifestations in your body. Um... In my case, I feel like a lot of my traumas and emotional ignoring of self became my fibroids. And that might be like the weirdest thought process ever, but peep this. I'm in a unfulfilling moment in my life on all levels. Work, relationships, friendships, self. Overworking. Not eating as well as I should be eating. Not taking care of my body as I should be. Um, engaging in relationships that at the time felt right, but your body knows and rejects what's not right for you. Combine all of that, and then I made a change of job momentarily that felt like a big mistake at the time. And um, I was really, really, really unhappy. Like crying in restaurants because I was so miserable. And I laugh about it now because it's something that I wouldn't ever do, you know. And I just, I was like, I'm just so miserable here. And so... Within a few months, I went to the doctor and found out I had a fibroid. And, you know, with that, you know, I started looking at life a little different and started wondering, like, what what am I doing with myself and my life? Like, there's a lot that you think about 
And what felt like was like I was holding grief so deeply, like swallowing grief so deeply within myself that it felt like it manifested this mass in my body. And so I don't want to go through that again because I had to have surgery and all of these things. And what it taught me is that I have to speak, express, say what I have to say, even if it's uncomfortable. And therapy for the moments that I can't really express myself with anyone else, at least with somebody who's not going to come later, like, you told me and whatever. So Basi kind of reminded me of what happens when you know something's wrong with you, but you continue on autopilot and you try to push through. And in her case, it's, you know, very, I guess I can say extreme because I'm on the outside looking in, but she had, has a condition and being that it was undiagnosed, there's a spiral and how many people could we know, could we see, could we be in relationship with as friends or neighbor or however, someone that we care about and maybe getting help would help them be able to live a fairly easier life because nothing, nothing that's not quote unquote normal is easy. Normal, whatever that may mean, isn't easy. Keeping up appearances isn't easy. Being yourself isn't easy. I love the fact that we see the relationships and the reactions and the thought processes of all of it as it progresses in the book. And this last quote, which really is a favorite of mine, I think I'll forever keep it like in my pocket for later use, is a friend of hers told her once, and she also keeps it with herself. Each of us and our unique fingerprint hold up the universe. And any missing fingerprint is a loss the universe can neither regain or afford to lose. And with Suicide Prevention Awareness Month ending, I feel like the awareness should not end that we should check in with our strong friend, with our emotional friend, with ourselves and with others, even on the days that sometimes 
You don't want to talk to anyone. It might make a difference. And even if it didn't, it's just a nice check-in to reconnect with someone. So I am grateful for this book, for the emotions that I went through the book. And I was able to recall some people in my life that now I can see and maybe understand a little bit more. And um, I'm telling the truth, but I'm lying. That, it was excellent. I do recommend that anyone read it. Take your time, you know, protect your own emotional well-being because it's tough. It's a really tough book and there were many moments that I just wanted to grab her and like give her a hug and, you know, but it's a reality that so many people live with and sometimes they don't even know, their family doesn't know. And I think knowing and normalizing the discussions of any kind of mental illness, especially in our communities, would be beneficial not only to this current generation, but our older ones, even if they're uncomfortable, they'll come around. And if they don't, it is what it is. But for the future generations, because there's so many layers to mental health and the whys and the hows, but no one talks about it. And why keep something so important a secret? So I recommend Basi Ikpi's book to anyone willing to listen. I know I wanted to send it to a few of my friends. And that was my take. If you have any thoughts or if you want to continue the conversation, if you read it, if you want to read it, let me know. Um, you can tweet me at Liz Flow. You can send me a voice message. I'm Liz Flow all over and creatively exposed, not with an E, just the exposed on Instagram. Let's continue the conversation. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Adios, nos vemos. See you later. Napalepita. This was another episode of Creatively Exposed, and you can find me on all of the interwebs as Liz Flow, L Y S Z F L O, and on Instagram, Creatively Exposed without the E. Sign up, show up, hit me up. Um, there's also voice memos that you can send rate, review, subscribe. Let's keep the conversation going. Thank you.